0: Welcome to the Dietitian Connection podcast, a show about nutrition, dietitians and their success stories. Through our conversations with nutrition leaders, we aim to inspire you, to connect you with like-minded colleagues, to innovate and push you out of your comfort zone, to create robust debate, to encourage lifelong learning, and to empower you to create more impact as a dietitian
1: i'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land where you're listening and pay respects to their elders past and present i extend that respect to all aboriginal torres strait islander people who are joining us today welcome to another dietitian connection podcast my name is marie Ferguson, and i'm the founder of dietitian connection and today i'm thrilled to be joined by jenna gorham jenna is a registered dietitian and the founder of the rd link Jenna designed the RD link to connect RDs and brands to make dietitians and brands more accessible to each other so they can pursue more partnerships and reach more people with credible nutrition information. And out of the office, you can find Jenna exploring the mountains of Montana. So welcome and thank you so much for joining us today, Jenna.
2: Yes, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to, to be here and chat more.
1: So maybe you can take us back to the beginning and why did you choose to become a dietitian?
2: Sure. Um, yeah, I so I went into my undergrad program und- undecided. Actually, I went to school undecided and I was just taking general gen ed classes and I happened to take a nutrition class and I just really loved the science behind it. I think food and nutrition had been part of my life, um, all through growing up, um, especially just seeing things in the women in my life. Um, and I think once I fell into that nutrition class, not having realized all the science behind it, I really fell in, in love with, with that side of things.
1: Yeah, I'm the same. Like I find many dietitians talk about the people side of things, but for me, it was always the science of the, the behind nutrition. Yeah. Yeah. And so once you did become a dietitian, you know, that's a journey for all of us, but could you tell us a little bit about what you did from there? Like what's been your career journey?
2: Sure. So yeah, so as you mentioned, I, I live in Montana. And so when I became a dietitian, there weren't a whole lot of dietitian jobs in the area. So the first job I found was was in clinical, but it was actually at a hospital that was almost three hours away from where I lived. So <laughs> it was a per diem position. And so when I first started, they had, you know, a lot of the dietitians were on summer vacations, or there were a few on maternity leave. So I was able to get Full-time hours, um, which was great. I, I loved working in clinical. Um, and then I think as people started to come back and my hours were dying down, it was also at a time where I felt like I wanted more of a relationship with patients. I wanted more of a long-term relationship with them. So I felt like private practice may give me that. So from there, um, I moved back to the the place I was living three hours away, um, and I started up a private practice. And also at the same time, I began working with brands. I went to Fancy that year and I pitched a brand, some project ideas and started working with them on the side as well. Um, I think even in undergrad, I always wanted to work in communications. I just didn't know exactly what that looked like for me. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of fell into the, the brand partnership space and just evolved from there. So I did private practice for about a year while I was working with brands on the side. and then um evolved into just consulting for brands and then from there evolved that into what's now just the RD Link.
1: Yeah. So what gave you the impetus to start RD Link? Obviously, it was a journey and you're working with brands already. But yeah, how did you come up with the idea? And
2: Yeah, and, and it was kind of a, a natural journey. Um, when I was in private practice, I felt like, you know, patients were always asking what products I recommended. So it was useful to have those relationships with brands. Um, and as I was growing and promoting the practice, too, I was doing a lot of in-person events where I needed coupons and samples. Um, and then other dietitians started reaching out to me asking, you know, how are you connecting with these brands? How can I do that, too? And The work I was doing on the brand consulting side was, you know, building their dietitian outreach and ambassador programs, and um, you know, doing influencer partnerships and managing all the dietitian relationships. So it was really a natural connection where I knew there had to be an easier way. I was doing it by by hand for many years, and just wanted to put it online so it was more accessible to everybody. Cool.
1: And tell us a little bit more about how RD Link works.
2: Sure. So for dietitians, it's free for them to create a profile, and then that gives them a profile that's visible to all the brands in the network, and um, they can direct message any of the brands. Um, They can post partnership opportunities for the brands to see, access any of the campaigns that brands have posted, um, and just stay up on all the, they can easily request samples or partnership opportunities, and just build those relationships with the brands that want to work with dietitians.
1: Mm, Yeah, very cool and i'm going to ask you next about what your typical day looks like i'm sure for most of us there is no one typical day but what would right. be the kinds of things that that you do
2: yeah yeah so no typical day um but um i think i mean yeah it varies so whether i am you know communicating with my team or developers or um you know looking at you know new features that have implemented on the site and testing new things um some customer support, a lot of brand outreach, working with brands, supporting our current clients. Um, yeah, lots of like sales marketing and product development type tasks. Yeah, I
1: I think that that's the kind of thing I love to do. <laughs> that would be yeah, super no. exciting <laughs> for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know if it's the same in the US, but traditionally there's been sort of, um, you know, working in food industry or working with brands has is, is not been seen as a uh, positive thing to do. Um, is that similar in the u s and in the past, or is that changing? How do you see that?
2: i I do find that some dietitians feel like that, I think. um but i I really think it it's changing. I think what I'm finding is a lot of dietitians want to work with brands. They just don't know how. Um, I do sometimes hear some voices say, like, maybe it's not ethical, maybe we shouldn't be supporting these brands. But I think it comes down to the individual and finding brands that align with you and your clients, you know, making sure there are products that you really do eat and would really recommend for your clients. Um, So I think it's all a personal decision. But I find that the majority of dietitians these days are have a need for working with brands and really want to and embrace it, too.
1: Yeah, particularly the younger generation, I think. definitely more on board with instagram and it being influencers. yeah
2: right yeah definitely yeah definitely the social media crowd too um and i find there's so many other ways for dietitians to work with brands beyond social media too so i encourage dietitians to not not limit themselves to that. I know when I first started and I wanted to work with brands, I felt like, you know, the only way I could was on Instagram and, you know, I'm just not a recipe developer or food photographer or Instagrammer. So that wasn't my thing. And There are so many other opportunities too for dietitians.
1: And so why should they really consider working with brands? I mean, I mean there's so many benefits and um, mm-hmm. can you outline what some of those might be?
2: Yeah, I think, um, I mean our whole mission like you said at the beginning is to you know spread more accurate nutrition information and I think when we align ourselves with brands who oftentimes reach a larger audience it gives that the op- gives us the opportunity to help more people and reach more people with credible accurate nutrition information they can trust um because I mean it is frustrating with so many nutrition voices out there these days and it's con- confusing for the consumer so I think that's a big benefit and just you know, our dietitian mission is to help people with, um, nutrition. So I think that's a big one. Um, also, I mean, if you're a private practice dietitian, um, connecting with brands can give you, you know, samples and tools and resources, continuing education, um, of course, additional income opportunities, if you're doing paid partnerships or, you know, media partnerships, there are really, you know, endless opportunities.
1: Yeah. I think for us, um, you know, if we're not, if we're not working with brands and then they, then they don't have the nutrition experts as well to be, you know, be able to do changes in product development to make foods healthier and, right. um, you know, working with large organizations, we really do have the ability, as you say, to impact the nutrition of, you know, millions of people, um, which you can't do as a, as a solo person working somewhere on your own. So I totally exactly. agree, agree with you that working with brands and industry, we can have a, much more significant impact on the health. Right. And, the and I think health we,
2: health. yeah, I think we need to be doing it. And like, I think brands need to be working with dietitians too. In a way, I think mm-hmm. we both have that obligation to help people be healthier. And yeah. I think it's, you know, a natural fit. We can do that together. Mm-hmm.
1: So as you said, a lot of people want to do it, but they don't know how. So what would mm-hmm. be some tips or first steps you think people could make um, if they are interested in working with brands?
2: Yeah. The first place I usually suggest dietitians start is looking at what you're currently doing and thinking of, is there a way a brand could get involved with something I'm already doing? Whether it's you know sponsoring an online course or maybe a masterclass or a cooking demo, or you're speaking at an upcoming conference, or you have a podcast, or you're hosting a webinar, or you have an ebook. I mean, it's, it's endless. Or food photography, mm-hmm. recipe development, blogging, social media. Um, so yeah, look at what you're currently doing and see where where a brand could fit in and you know what brands are looking for is of course the dietitian credibility the nutrition information and they want to reach more people with that credible voice so whether it's you providing that credible voice on their channels or on their website or content um or you representing their brand and showcasing it among your clients and audiences too
1: i'm sure you've had lots of challenges along the way um is there any that you would want to share with people that they could learn from in terms of what not to do? <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, I think so. One that stands out is just because as dietitians as a whole, I find a lot of us um, tend to lean towards that type A perfectionist <laughs> type of personality. And I think more so in the past couple of years, I've learned how that can be. I mean, it's a strength in, in many ways. I think it gives us our, our work ethic. Um, And I think it can hold us back in a lot of ways too. I think it can prevent us from, from taking action or, you know, making quick decisions or taking risks. And, um, I think it's just something to recognize because I know I'm sure a lot of the dietitians listening probably can resonate with that. So I'm nodding my head. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So that's definitely something that I think has held me back. Um, and um yeah other things too i mean um my business has has pivoted over the years you know from private practice to consulting to now software so i think just embrace change and um yeah don't be afraid to to take risks or or listen to your gut too and go where the need is
1: hmm. oh i so say yeah our strength and we and we do need to have it is you know the logical rational scientific facts and figures But the end end consumer is not interested in facts and figures. They're interested in how they feel and emotions, and you know that is a lot of marketing. And and marketing is not our strength. We don't get a lot of training in that area. So I always say, like, let's partner with people who are experts in that area. And you know, we don't have to be the we don't have to know everything, but we can work with people who can help us in those areas that we're not. It's not our strength, or we don't know as much about it.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. In any area too. Yeah. Embrace Mm -hmm. your strengths and yeah, collaborate with others.
1: So are there any sort of things that you do on a regular basis, any habits or routines or any learning that you've had that has helped you get to where you are with your, with Artie Lincoln, the success you've had in that space?
2: I think so more so recently, I think something that's helped me grow was uh, joining a mastermind group. Mm So that's something that I would recommend for for people. I find that that holds me accountable and helps me to continue to set goals and um, just marks I want to hit every week. So um, and just having a community of people to you know to go through the highs and lows of business with, I think that is a huge benefit. And I you know I hadn't invested in that um, you know in all my prior years in business, and I think. The sooner you can find some type of community to connect with in the business space, I think the better. Um yeah, I think otherwise, I think I went through many years of also, you know, working nonstop. And I think that can lead to burnout. Um, so I think, you know, taking the time to also live your life and, you know, any self-care routine. So um, I always try to get outside every day and um, you know, take time for me. Um out of the office and away from the computer too. I have a lot of screen time. So I try to get away and stuff outside too.
1: Yeah. I think being founders of a company, it can be a very isolating um, you know, solo journey. So mm-hmm. it's wonderful to be part of a mastermind. Um do you do that with other dietitians or non dietitians
2: Um primarily non dietitians um everyone has all different businesses. There's a couple of other dietitians in the group actually, but it's it's a big mix which which I kinda I kinda like. Um, Yeah, it's nice to hear because I think there's certain business topics that are you know relate across industries. So it's interesting to hear that um, you know my my problems aren't unique to me. Everyone is is going through this or dealing with this too. So it's nice to have a mix.
1: Yeah, I highly recommend connecting with non dietitians because I think you can learn so much from other industries and then apply it to dietetics. Mm -hmm. And as you say, there's a lot of common problems that we're all trying to solve. So yeah, getting support outside of dietitian industry I think is really important um is there just one tip that you might give people if they're sort of starting off their career um yeah I think
2: I, I mean there's a lot I think um I think don't be afraid to invest in yourself I think that was huge for me the mastermind like I said I think don't be afraid to To pivot in your career and don't be afraid to, I mean, if you start in clinical, don't feel like you're locked in forever. I think there's so many things we can do as dietitians. Don't let like that one mindset hold you back. Um I mean, in clinical is great too, but it's also, I mean, there's so much out there too. And you know, you have your whole life. So um and follow follow your gut too. I think we can be so logical too. And I think it's important to go with what feels good to
1: you Mm -hmm. in your career yeah I always say you know the dietetic profession I love because you can have so many different careers and still be a dietitian I don't think yeah. there's many other professions where you can do so many different things and still be whatever that profession is um so I think we're so Absolutely. lucky as dietitians yeah I think I've had four different careers as a dietitian <laughs> um, I think I have too actually yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. um and I totally agree about investing in yourself. Don't see professional development and continuing education as an expense. It's, it's an investment and yeah. um, highly, highly recommend making sure you um, invest in your learning. Um, I think we both believe there's so many opportunities for dietitians in, in the coming decades. I always compare it to when I graduated where, you know, the website, the internet email didn't even exist, which ages me. But, you know, there's so many opportunities for dietitians graduating these days, you know, the you it, it, it can be global, too, instead of just, you know, your own backyard. So what do you see as some of the opportunities?
2: Yeah, I think, like you said, the whole global online environment, I think that obviously plays a huge role. So I'm seeing, um, you know, a big trend in the media space. So I think there's a lot of opportunity there. Um, and things like online courses, too, you're seeing a lot of private practice dietitians put what they know into course format so that they can reach more people with their message and potentially at a you know, more affordable price point so that they can help more people. Um, and then, of course, brand work, too. I'm finding more and more dietitians want to work with brands and more and more brands are recognizing, well, first, what dietitians are. I think it wasn't even recognized to a lot of people outside of our field before, but I think... People are starting to know what a dietitian is and why why they need to work with them and how it can benefit their company mm-hmm. um and i'm actually i think more so recently i'm seeing a lot of dietitians start their own food companies um, or work for larger food corporations so i think you know in that consumer packaged good and food product space i think there's a lot of opportunity for dietitians too
1: mm-hmm. i can't have a dietitian podcast without asking what your favorite food is
2: <laughs> no, I don't think you can. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I love all foods really. Um, I'm not too much of a picky eater. Um I think I mean I'm a big chocolate fan. I'm a big peanut butter fan. I love uh peanut butter cups. I keep those in my freezer, so I'd probably have to go with something sweet, like
1: peanut butter cups. Is there a Montana specialty? I don't know too much about Montana.
2: Um yeah, Montana's big until like meats like game meats um yeah beef bison um huckleberries I guess Uh, (laughs) um yeah yeah cool
1: um we've talked about you know some of the the lows or challenges I guess what's been some of the the best moments or most rewarding or moments that you're proud of in your career thus far
2: yeah I think I mean, I think just being part of a dietitian community, I think it is a relatively small field. Um, and I find the best, the best moments are always connecting with other dietitians, whether it's through going to conferences and events or some of these brand sponsored events that I've been to. I think take advantage of those too, because oftentimes we can get you know stuck in our own local communities and working with the same few dietitians, um, which is great too. But I think those are some of the best moments and you never know what what can come of it um career-wise too. And they're always they're always fun. So I, I think yeah, attending the, the other dietitian events are always some of the best moments.
1: Will you go to Fincy later this year?
2: I will, yes. Yeah. yeah. Will you be there?
1: Yes, I'll be there as well. So hopefully we can yeah. connect. Um yeah. but yeah, Fincy, I I'm from Australia, obviously, and I go every year apart from the COVID years. And you know, I got my first my first job in the US coming from Australia at Abbott by going to FinCie and going to the international networking wow. reception. So yeah, there's so many opportunities. Yeah. But again, invest in your career and, and attend FinCie and network with other dietitians. You just don't know what doors are going to open for you. Exactly. Yep. It's worth it. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much, Jenna. It's been lovely chatting with you today. Where can dietitians go for more information about the RD link?
2: Yes. Yeah. And thank you so much for having me. Um, yeah, so they can, uh, head to the website. So it's the and you can create your free profile there. Um, and then we just approve each account and you can instantly start connecting with the brands there. Um, or we're also on Instagram at the RD link and we're on LinkedIn too at the link.
1: Well, lovely to meet you. I look forward to meeting you in person in, at Fincie later yes, in the year be and great. best wishes and, um, continuing all the success you're having with RD Link and helping so many other dietitians as well. Um, On behalf of the profession, thank you.
2: Yes, thank you so much for having me, Marie.
1: Um, Please join us for another dietitian connection podcast. We look forward to having you join us in a future episode.
0: To get all of the links and resources we discussed in this episode you can go to dietitianconnection.com podcasts. And if you'd like to support the Dietitian Connection podcast, please leave a review and a rating on the Apple Podcasts app. Tell us what you thought of this episode, what you learnt, and share your guest requests for us to consider for future episodes. We value hearing from you, and we really appreciate your feedback. So please, please hit that review button.